Welcome back to Lexical Tones. I am Jamie Lee Sampson, your host for our Friday series, Dangling Modifiers, based on the entrepreneurial side of being a composer. Today, we're going to define and explore two more types of income. And you might be asking, how many types of income is she going to be talking about? We already learned about active and passive incomes last week. How many more are there? Excellent questions. There's a bit of an overlap with last week's topic. It's true. Today, I want you to think about a matrix with only four quadrants, a two by two, if you will. Across the top axis, we'll see active and passive income, our types of income that we learned about last week. But down the side axis, we want to look at anchor versus variable incomes. In fact, do us a favor. Go grab a sheet of paper and a pen. Pause the podcast. It's okay. There are plenty of people who would love to have a pause button when I'm talking. Pause it and come back. We're going to make one of these for you this week. Are you back? Are you ready? Okay, let's go ahead and create your four quadrant matrix. Two squares by two squares with enough room to list different types of income in each. Across the top, give yourself active and passive columns. And down the side, anchor and variable rows. Now that you have that, let's define what fits into which quadrant. Anchor income is my term for regular and predictable income payments. I use this for anything, whether active or passive, that I can rely on from month to month and at the same amount. My university teaching is an active anchor income. It takes my time and skill in exchange for money. That's that active element that we talked about last week. But I also know how much to expect from it from mid-September all the way through mid-June every year. Now, since I'm an adjunct, it does fluctuate just a little bit, but for the most part, it's stable and predictable. My husband has a part-time admin job that provides another area of active anchor income for us. It's less than his university teaching, but at the same amount every single month, all 12 months of the year. I have a lot of feelings about part-time administrative work in the arts. To me, many of those jobs are full-time worry for part-time pay, but that's a rant for a different medium. Probably TikTok at some point. Anyways, back to the matrix. Another anchor income for us, but on the passive side of things, is the interest on our high-yield savings account. It's really small, but it is a predictable amount every single month. And that's an important thing to note. It doesn't matter whether it's our largest income source, a medium income source, or a small one. It doesn't matter if it's active or passive income. If you can count on it every single month at the same amount, it belongs in the anchor income row. For many of us, early in our careers, anchor income comes from outside the music industry. It takes time to build the network that eventually supports a composer's career. And during that time, we have to make ends meet financially. This is why we're encouraged to find day jobs, something that provides anchor income and benefits while we build up our riskier areas of income. Okay, now onto the other part of the matrix. Variable income streams are those that go up and down from month to month. We are very familiar with these. They are feast or famine income streams. They're what make us worry when we choose this career. In my life, my commissions are an active variable income stream. I set goals every year for how much I want to make coming from commissions, but it's 
nowhere near guaranteed to happen. And even if it does, some months I receive deposits, some I receive final payments, very occasionally I receive both. But there are also plenty of months where I make zero dollars from this income stream, which is why it's impossible for most of us to live off commissions alone, even when we're meeting all of our income goals. For most of us, they're just not an anchor income. Variable passive income usually comes to me in the form of score and book sales and definitely performance royalties. I have small amounts from score and book sales, monthly or quarterly, depending on who I'm working with. And performance royalties come a few times a year and are notoriously difficult to predict. More on that later this season. Now that you know what each area of the matrix represents, fill out yours. This should only take a few minutes because you should be looking at just your major streams of income. Don't bother filling in each commission you expect this year or hoping to expect this year. All commissions are active, variable income. Go ahead and group them together, and similarly with other types of income. What you'll probably notice after a few minutes of working on this is there are a few that don't seem to fall perfectly within any single quadrant, and that will always happen in creative careers especially those with diversified income streams like we're trying to create. We live in the gray areas. Uh, A great example of one is content creation. Whether you're a YouTube creator or part of the TikTok Creators Fund, there's a lot of potential for financial growth through these income streams. Where do they fit in this matrix, though? It's probably right in the center. They certainly take time. Creating a single video on TikTok can take hours. Responding to comments takes time. Cultivating an audience on any platform is a long-term commitment, and that's whether you're on social media or in real life. But you'll reach a point where your older videos will continue to earn while you're focused on something new. It's possible for videos that are months old to suddenly go viral. They are at the passive stage of earning and are working for you, just like an investment portfolio does. Oh, and also, this is an excellent parallel to score sales. Older content, i.e. your scores, should be working for you. Little by little, year by year, your catalog continues to grow until passive income from older scores being sold and the performance royalties related to all of those score sales is comparable to your active income from newly created works. Okay, now that you're nearly done or are done with your matrix, what do you do with it? It's entirely up to you. Use it to help set your income priorities. What quadrant do you want to grow the most over the next 12 months? Which is capable of exponential growth? It's probably not an active income stream because you have finite amounts of time. But what small amount of energy can you put toward the passive areas to help them grow? These are questions only you can answer for yourself about the career that you are curating, but I hope this exercise helps you focus on an area that is ready to grow. Adjective New Music is on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and you can find me there as well if you search for Jamie Lee Sampson. That's J-A-M-I-E-L-E-I-G-H-S-A-M-P-S-O-N. Next Friday on Lexical Tones, Dangling Modifiers, tax season is upon us. And while it makes me cry just about every year, I'm going to give you a very small action step that you can take now to make tax season hurt just a little less in the future. Have a wonderful week, everyone. 
Thanks for listening. As always, if you want to find out more about adjective new music or lexical tones, please go to our website, www.adjectivenewmusic.com. <laughs>